People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. And what you do simply proves what you believe. That's a Simon Sinek quote from the book, Start With Why, a completely secular book that has nothing to do with our discussion of preparing for Christmas or... Does it? We are talking about motivations this morning. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. We have episode 174 today, and we are in the first episode of a new series. But before we get to that, we're going to open with a bit of worship. We have Psalm 113.3 as our verse today. And it says, from the rising of the sun to its setting, let the name of the Lord be praised. A different um, translation, I maybe should have put both of them up here because I'm going to probably butcher it, but had more of a sense that second, uh, the second line, let the name of the Lord be praised, said, uh, had something to do with more of an idea that the name of the Lord will be praised. It wasn't as let it happen, it was this will happen. And I thought that that was an interesting twist on this idea and that that would add to our worship this morning. So let's just start there before I ramble (laughs) too much. It sounds like I'm going to be rambly today. Father, from the rising of the sun to its setting, day in and day out, you are to be praised. This is something that should happen and will happen. Scripture says, if it doesn't come from our lips, the rocks will cry out all day long. You are worthy of our praise and you draw that from us. And I I guess I ask that you would do that, that you would draw praise from our lips throughout the day. And in order to do that, we have to be thinking about it. And so I ask that we would be, that that would be the overarching attention, where our attention goes, is that we are in awe of you, praising you in worship, that that would, that worship would be the driving force of our lives from the rising of the sun to the setting all day, day in, day out, that our attention would be on you. Let the name of the Lord be praised. We praise you this morning. We honor you this morning, and we intend to do that all day. And so help us learn how to do that. Help us embody this psalm in a way that gives you great glory, as that's what our lives are about. We we want to, we aim to glorify your name. And so as we um, as we do that, I pray that you would bring forth all of the things that you have planned for us, all of the results of that into the world. As we go forward into this time, I pray that you would direct my words appropriately, that you would guide our time, that it would be a beautiful moment in our day of community with you, of communion with you, with your presence. And I so appreciate that you are here with us this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. We're talking about our motivations this morning for preparing for Christmas. We're starting this new series in the month of December, and we'll be spending some time thinking about this idea of preparation, of what happens if we answer the question, are you ready for Christmas, with complete and utter honesty. In self-improvement circles and personal development areas and business culture, 
The word why has become a serious buzzword, a rallying cry, and with good reason. The book I quoted from earlier, Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why, it raised our collective consciousness, our awareness of the importance of or the value of our motives. Why we do something matters. And as we start to look at the idea of how we prepare during this season, let's begin by taking a deeper dive into our motives for our celebration. We have three passages today. I think what I'm going to do is read them all and then go back and pray through the ideas that we find in them. The first one is Proverbs 16:2, and it says, all a person's ways seem right to him, but the Lord weighs motives. Second one is Jeremiah 17:10, and it says, I, the Lord, examine the mind. I test the heart to give each according to his way, according to what his actions deserve. And the last is 1 Chronicles 8, 9. It is David talking to his son, Solomon. It says, as for you, Solomon, my son, know the God of your father and serve him wholeheartedly and with a willing mind. For the Lord searches every heart and understands the intention of every thought. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you abandon him, he will reject you forever. All right, three verses. Let's pray. Father, these first two verses, first two passages are very similar. This idea that we have our plans, we have our thoughts, and they seem right. But you have the ability to see our heart, see our motives, see our intentions, and to test them, to understand the understand that why of the things that we do. And as we think about that in relationship to how we celebrate this holiday, how we prepare in December for Christmas, I pray that you would bring our intentions, our motivations to the surface. Help us understand what it is that is driving us to do the things that we're doing. Because it can be a whole lot of things, and it's probably a combination of a whole lot of things. It could be, this is what we've always done. It could be the idea of this connects me to my tradition, to my heritage, to my family, to my culture. It could be an authentic wanting to honor you. It could be wanting to produce the ideal, perfect holiday for my family. And while I'm not making a judgment about those motivations, so that's please everyone listening and and God, please, I'm not judging that. I'm asking you to help us identify them so that we can evaluate and you can help us decide, is this what I want my holiday to be? Am I celebrating for the right reasons? And if not... How can I adjust myself? How can I repent? How can I change my thoughts and my priorities and my behavior? So help us understand, help us dig into our own hearts a little bit and bring those things to light, the things that you want us to understand about our own motivations. Like David told Solomon, I want to know David's God. I want to serve you wholeheartedly and with a willing mind. You know and understand every thought, and you say that if I seek you, you will be found. So in this season of preparation, in these weeks before Christmas, I pray that I would serve you wholeheartedly, meaning I'm not serving other things. So if there are other things in my life that I'm serving instead of you, help me to weed those out. Help me to see them, recognize that, and weed them out. Forgive me for that. Let me serve you wholeheartedly and with a willing mind. And I pray that as we walk through this season, 
that as we reorient our perspective on preparation and as we prepare for this holiday, I want to find you. Like that's the most important thing in my holiday, that I would seek you and find you in a way that brings you honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so grateful that you could be here. If you're watching on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page, we'll be back next week on Monday. And I would preview the topic for you, but it has just completely escaped my mind right now. <laughs> so I guess you don't get a preview this time. Um, but I would love to see you back here on Monday morning at 10 a.m. Central. If you're a podcast listener, love to hear you, uh, have you back with us as well. And I would love it if you would share this broadcast with a friend who you think would be encouraged by it. We are brought to you by Grace in the Gravel Road. And as we do this regularly, twice, twice a week, especially throughout this season, I pray that we would grow. Pray that our intimacy with the Father would, would grow and that we would deepen our, our love and our relationship with Him. And so until next time. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Amen. Amen.